happy last Thursday of October. This means that basically it's about to be November, which is my favorite months, one of my favorite months. I am recording this right before Halloween, actually, and I don't really like I'm not into like super spooky scary things but the idea of scared of being scared of being afraid inspired me to record this episode which I actually have a timer on for 35 minutes of recording so I have to do this and get it going so if you hear the timer going off that's that's the end of my recording session because I have to get going and do life today But anyways, so I was inspired to talk about this idea of being afraid of your own greatness. Being afraid of one's own greatness, I guess I should say. But I think that this is a very interesting topic and something that I feel like a lot of people struggle with. And maybe, I mean, I don't want to say more specifically artists, but... But I have experienced it as I have tried to pursue my artistic endeavors more so than anything else. And I will say that I think that this idea of being afraid of your own greatness is so much more than whatever it is that you're pursuing career-wise or anything like that. It could just be you as a person feeling that you are enough. And so I kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit. And I'm going to take a little sip of my coffee. Reminder to hydrate. Friendly reminder. Also, Midnight's, the Taylor Swift album, came out last Friday, and I just have to say, the Midnight's 3AM album, I, like, love it. Go listen to that one, because that one has the extra seven songs, which, to me, are pretty damn good. So, if you haven't listened to those ones, listen to them. Okay, anywho, that's a little pop culture your, your, your dosage of pop culture for the day. Okay, so being afraid of your own greatness. For some reason, the quote that comes to mind is, some are born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. And if you don't know where it's from, go look it up, do a little bit of Google. And I think when I think of greatness, I think of a lot of people who are really great in their field. For example, Michael Jordan, amazing, one of the best players of all time. Serena Williams, absolutely amazing, like, whoa, (laughs) can't compare. I think of Meryl Streep, Robert De Niro, two of my favorite actors, and the list goes on. I mean, I think in any industry, whether it's finance or tech or sports or music or acting, there's always those few people that that are revered by the world who are deemed great. Um, And I don't think it's just that they're great at what they do. I think it's a big part of it is their mindset. It's that they've taken the time to get so good with their craft, with the thing that they're pursuing. And that doesn't mean that they weren't afraid in their pursuit of their dreams or in the pursuit of becoming the best that they can be with their craft. And 
that takes a lot of hard work, a lot of time, a lot of dedication, and definitely our society looks at the end result, at the product. Like, oh, you are an overnight success. Oh, it comes so easy to you. Of course you're the greatest or whatever. And that's not, that's not true. (laughs) That's so not true. Like I said, it takes time, dedication, a lot of like blood, sweat, and tears, and so much doubt. I am sure all of those people doubted at one point or another whether or not they could do it, or maybe they were about to go into a game and they doubted whether or not that they could bring it, bring bring all that was required of them for that game, or maybe it was a scene and they were like, I... I don't know. I don't know how to approach it. Like there, there is always doubt. Doubt is a part of being a human being, but you can't let doubt stop you from trying or stop you from living or stop you from trying to achieve something that seems impossible. And maybe there are certain goals in life that a person sets and that they'll never achieve them that's okay. You set different goals. You pivot. Just because you can't achieve one goal, I don't want to say you can't, well, I don't know. Sometimes there are certain things out of your control. That's the thing is that I think all of these like great people, think of your greatest, I don't know, the greatest person in whatever field that you really love. And for sure, I I am sure that they were trying to achieve a goal and they had to move it they had to adapt it or maybe that goal was achieved but it took a lot longer than they thought it was going to take and I do want to preface that I mean they say like I mean I guess people say like create achievable goals because there's a difference between like you know I think creating goals that are I mean, I don't want to say, I guess, yeah, there are like very lofty goals. I'm kind of the person that's like, well, go for it. Like if that's your lofty goal, I have very lofty goals. I'm still going to try to achieve it. However, that doesn't mean that my whole identity and my worth is going to be determined by whether or not I achieve those goals. I think that's also really important. And I think it's also important to give yourself grace and to understand that again, maybe I need to kind of change up the goal a little bit. Maybe you go through life and you go through different experiences and you realize, wait a second, that's actually not really what I want. So I think all of the best, greatest, quote unquote, greatest people have had their eye eye on the prize. They've had their goals, but I'm sure that there's been moments where they've realized, well, actually, it's a little bit different. I I think that I, I do kind of want to achieve this, but now that I'm older and I've gone through more life experiences and as I am trying to pursue this thing, I've realized maybe I need to switch it a little bit. That's totally okay. I think that that's doing the introspective work. That means that you are growing not just as a person, but also in your craft and whatever you're trying to get really good at. And I would hope too that these people, I mean, they they believed in themselves. I think that's the thing. You have to believe in yourself. And sometimes it's so not easy to believe in yourself, especially when you are comparing yourself to other people, especially to these people. I think it's so easy to compare yourself to 
let's say you're a tennis player and you're comparing yourself to Serena, you're never going to be like Serena because Serena is Serena. You can only be you and you can be the best that you can be. Serena is the best that she can be. And yes, from a, from a stats perspective, she outranks a lot of men and women tennis players. However, I am sure that she was just trying to do the best that she that she could and she also had the confidence though to try and I think that I mean at the end of the day like I've heard interviews with her I I really like her and and she she knows that she's good she knows that she's good and in a way I do think that you kind of have to give yourself a pat on the back like give yourself some kudos like believe that you are good that doesn't mean though that you are cocky about it. That doesn't mean that you don't try to continue to pr- progress and to learn and to stretch yourself and to, again, continue learning. I think that's the thing about all of those greats, whether it's, you know, Steve Jobs in tech or against Serena or Meryl, whatever. They never stopped growing. They never stopped at oh I won these awards or now I have this status I'm just not going to do the hard work anymore maybe certain things get a little bit easier maybe you don't have to you know do all of the work in the same way that you did when you were learning your craft or learning about tech learning about tennis whatever of course but you are still pushing yourself and you're choosing projects that scare you I think that's also really important no matter what level you're at whether you are considered the goat in your field or you are just starting out do things that scare you because they push you out of your comfort zone and that's where the growing happens and a lot of times that's so hard to do because it's not comfortable being uncomfortable it is scary there is a lot of unknowns you don't know what's waiting for you on the other side and sometimes and I'm sure, think, I want everyone to think about something that, a moment that maybe scared them or like an opportunity that was a little bit scary. Think about it. I'll give you a few seconds. Okay, now that you got it, maybe you were really scared and you did it and maybe you realized, oh, hey, that wasn't so scary after all. I thought it was more scary because I built it up more in my mind than it actually was. Okay, I got this. Maybe it was as scary as you thought it was going to be. Maybe it was even scarier than you thought it was going to be. That's all okay. The point is that you tried. It's that you did it. And whether or not that experience had like a, like a pass or fail kind of thing, because not all situations mean that you're going to fail. Like, like there isn't failure attached to it. There isn't winning or failing attached to it. However, if it is something that there was kind of to, I mean, put it on a spectrum, a win or fail kind of thing, whether you failed or not, let's say you did fail, you failed. Yay! That's amazing. You had an experience. You realize that you were human 
and that you are trying your best and that you're growing, but you are doing and you're doing it despite the doubt, despite the fear, despite any feelings of self-loathing or feeling like you're not good enough or that you're not meant to be in that kind of a space or that you're not meant to be doing this or that you're crazy for trying to pursue your dreams. That is not a failure. That is not failure at all. And again, all the goats in all of those industries have gone through that. And I think that they had to have that mindset. They had to create that mindset because not everyone is born with that mindset. That mindset, everything that I just said, you have to develop that on your own. And even once you develop it and that you you know that it's true, it is still hard to apply it, to still believe it. I think that that is a struggle that even the best people who feel like that they have that down packed, that they struggle with. Because again, we're all human, you know, and we're all comparing ourselves to other people. We're all comparing ourselves to other people's end product. And we see, oh, wow, they are do, doing this in their career or they have this kind of car, this house, or whatever, or they have such a toned body, I will never get to that level. Stop comparing yourself to the end result. And I'm even telling myself that as well. Like, I need to stop comparing myself to other people's end results because everyone's journey is different, but everyone is going on a journey. That is the thing. Everyone is going on, on on their own journey to try to achieve their goals, whatever that is. And when I say goals, it can be in a career, it can be health goals, it could be relationship goals, I don't know. But there is a lot of hard work that goes into it, but that does not get talked about and it's not shown. And part of me is like, well, in maybe we should talk about that more, we should show that, but at the same time too, there is a lot of there's a lot of that that I think does have to be private that that's uh, the person's own individual work so I think for me as I create stories for movies or for theater and stuff like that I want to focus on stories uh, this is really actually just coming to my mind now like focusing on characters and storylines where it's not showing the end product it's showing the messiness and going through the weeds the turmoil of it all because it can be very daunting (laughs) trying to pursue the things that you want um but anyway side note so I think that this is a very difficult thing to do and it's not easy and it's so much easier to scroll on Instagram, scroll on TikTok, and compare yourself to other people and not feel like you're good enough, not feel like you are ever going to achieve the things that you want. But that's not true. That's absolutely not true. And you could totally achieve your goals. And they may not look like what you thought they would. And I think it's also really important to be okay with that and to let certain things kind of going back to what I was saying earlier change a little bit to let them change a little bit and also something that I worked on and I'm still kind of working through but I was really starting to understand and during 2020 during lockdown was that I might have a goal and in my mind I have a certain timeline of when I need to achieve it And if I wasn't achieving that goal 
in that timeline that I created, I would be a failure or that means that I would never achieve it or that my life would be in ruins and stuff like that. And I learned that that's not the case, that that's not true and that sometimes, I think actually, honestly, the majority of the time when you are able to achieve that big dream, that goal of yours, it happens at that time because it was meant for it to happen at that time. If it was, if it happened sooner, maybe you wouldn't have been ready for all that comes with it. Maybe if it happened way too in the future, again, it wouldn't be fitting for your lifestyle at the time. I don't know. I don't know. But I think that the things that are meant for you will happen when they are meant for you, but you cannot control that. You can't control that. Now, for me, as someone who is a Christian, I do believe that all of that is in God's timing. And for me, I have to constantly release that control, release the ideas of when I want things to happen, release the plans that I have and just give it up to him. And that's a struggle that I have in my faith. But every time that I've done that and I've released the control, released the idea of what I thought that I really, really wanted, God shows up and delivers and makes it even better than I thought it was going to be and it happens when I least expect it but it happens at at a time that is so God-ordained and that to me is very that's just like evidence of like his existence and his sovereignty. And you totally might not be a Christian listening, listening to this. And that's totally fine. That's totally fine. This is just, for me, my perspective and my faith is a big part of my life. For you, maybe you've experienced something similar to that and you can kind of identify with that like perfect timing happen happenings when you least expect it based on other experiences in your life or whatever faith that you believe in or or whatever spiritual practices that you follow or maybe you're unsure maybe you're agnostic and you don't really know if there is a higher power but you're not gonna say yes or no maybe you're putting your faith in quote-unquote the universe and whatever things that you put out there in the world you will receive that back kind of that like attraction theory and yeah so whatever it is my point being is that I hope that you identify with the crux of what I'm trying to say, which is basically anything, which is basically your dreams can come true, your goals can come true, and they, God willing, will in whatever timing that they are supposed to happen, in whatever timing it is supposed to happen and that might not be your timing when you thought it was supposed to happen but I promise you it is probably gonna happen at a timing that is a lot better than when you could have ever dreamed of it now this doesn't mean that your dreams your goals don't come at a cost sometimes that is the case and that's a whole other thing. I think that's kind of in my mind because yesterday night I watched the last episode of House of the Dragon and 
Oh, I don't want to ruin it. Oh, damn it. I was about to, I was about to say some spoilers. Um, but basically, something happens. Something good happens to one of the characters who's been waiting for something to happen. But then when this thing happens, the thing that they, that this character really wanted finally occurs, some bad, bad crap happens as well. So it's kind of like not the perfect timing. So there is that. But that's a whole separate thing, I guess. Uh, House of the Dragon, you know, sometimes they just, uh, just gets you, just gets you, and I'm still, I'm still trying to digest and process that, that show. Anyways, I do love that show. If you haven't seen it, you should totally watch it. Okay, so something else that I want to talk about in terms of being afraid of your own greatness is... I think something that a lot of us struggle with, I know I struggle with it, and it's this feeling of not being enough. And to be honest, I didn't really understand this idea of not being enough. Oh, whoa. Oh, that was my Apple Watch. Oops. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> um, to your technology is listening to you. So I didn't really understand this concept of not being enough until I was, I was doing a show. I was the main character. I was, and that was the first like main lead role in a play that I've ever had. And it was a big meaty role. I was like in every single scene almost actually. Yeah. Even the ones that I was not necessarily talking in, I was still off to the side. Like I was always on stage constantly the entire time. Anyways, and I had pages and pages of just dialogue talking to the audience. And it was an amazing role. It was an amazing show, amazing experience. And I think I, I had one of the best directors I've ever had in my life. Bless his heart and soul. <laughs> and he told me, he was like, Mayreni, you are enough. And at first I was like, what are you, what do you mean? I don't know what you mean. But I understood it afterwards because I kept feeling like I wasn't doing enough or I wasn't bringing enough or I needed to do other things in order to make up uh, for certain things that I wasn't understanding with bringing this character to life or whatever. And basically, I think with this performance, he was saying like, Marini, all that you need, everything that you need is in you already. It is so in you already. And who you are and your essence is why you are here, why you were casted in this, why you are doing a phenomenal job. And that was a really big moment for me because I realized how often I would feel that way in other parts of my life where I felt like I, I guess, was never doing enough or that I... I guess maybe like overprepare and stuff like that. Well, it's, I overprepare because I care, like especially if I'm going into like, you know, an audition or for example, you know, sitting for a test. And this is back in like university and stuff like that. But, you know, and even I think applying it to, you know, friendships and relationships, like I feel really blessed that all of like my best friends, like I do feel like I am enough like they don't make me feel like I'm less than or anything like that um but sometimes I I even wonder in romantic relationships like am I enough like can you you know and and 
even in like a family unit, you know, how your, your place in your family and are you doing enough? Are you enough? And I think especially when you are pursuing your passion, your passion, because you want to make your passion your career, that's a lifestyle change. That's a whole thing. It is so easy to not feel like you are enough. And it's not, again, just doing enough because I think we never feel like that we're doing enough. It's like, oh, I could be doing more, I don't know, we're going to go with athlete because acting is too close to me. So I'm just going to kind of change it. Let's say you're an athlete. Oh, I'm not doing enough strength training, enough conditioning. Oh, I'm not doing enough networking. Oh, I'm not doing enough this, enough that. You are never going to feel like you're doing enough as long as you're trying and that you're doing something because there is a difference between having a dream and just dreaming about something but being on your couch and just saying oh that's my dream and I really want to do this but dreams with inaction lead to no action and then you're never going to achieve them okay that's the thing you can have the loftiest dream and I would just say at least get up and try something like like do something I'm not saying run yourself ragged like you need to obviously take care of yourself self-care is very very important but what I am trying to say is that there is a difference between sitting on your couch dreaming of something and never doing anything about it versus dreaming about dreaming of you something that you've always wanted and getting up and just trying your best that right there is the difference between I mean, I don't, this, I don't want to sound so drastic, but winners and losers, to, to be honest, I think that that is the difference. And even when I'm saying like a winner, that doesn't mean that you are going to achieve that big goal that you, that you have, to be honest. Like I know with my lofty goals, I'm aware that I might never be able to achieve them, but I would rather reach the end of my life looking back on it and seeing, hey, I had this dream of mine and did I achieve it in the way that I thought I would? No, but at least I can rest knowing that I tried, that I tried my best to pursue it. And I can live with myself in that sense because I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I look back and I'm like, well, I didn't even try or I was too scared to try. So I think that that's a really important thing. Okay, so going back to this idea of not feeling enough. This is something that I could even talk about in a separate episode. I feel like I say that a lot with different topics that I'm talking about because I go off on like little tangents or like subplots within the main plot that I'm trying to follow or craft as I speak. But there is a... I think like something that I have discovered with sometimes not feeling enough is that it's attached to anxiety. You know what? I think I will do. I should do a separate episode on just anxiety. But at the same time, I don't feel necessarily like I sh- I, I don't I don't have like a degree to talk about psych- <laughs> to talk about psychology or anxiety. In my therapy sessions, we have made a connection between not feeling enough and anxiety and that I think a lot of people who do who do have anxiety 
they can tend to feel that way. Not everyone, everyone's anxiety is a little bit different, but that's where the over planning comes in or the trying to over communicate or even under communicate and maybe hide in your room and not confront certain things and stuff like that. And those are all really real things. And maybe those are things that you struggle with, especially in the pursuit of your goals. But know that you are not alone. Know that it's okay. And that you are so resilient and you are so strong. And that you have so much to offer the world. And you have so much light to shine and so many amazing things to create that other people in your life and people that you don't even know will be so blessed by. And I want every single person hearing this to hopefully like really hear that, meditate on that, and remember that. And even like, I don't know, you can even like go back to this part in the podcast episode, maybe if you feel, if you're feeling down or you're feeling like, I don't know if I can really achieve this thing that I want, just, just play that back because it is so, so true. Each and every one of us have so much to give to the world and we have, we each have voices and our voices hold so much power and what we say makes a difference and I, I know for me, For me personally, whenever I am doing a movie or if I'm doing a play or anything like that, I always say, I don't really care if no one likes it. I mean, that's not true. I mean, I still, I think I still do kind of deep down, but, but for the most part at the crux of it though, at the end of the day, when I take away all of the comparisons, I'm like, at the end of the day, if just one person is touched by what we did here, then that's all that matters because one life is still so important and it doesn't matter how many it's that someone was touched by it and you are touching people's lives how you greet someone in the morning whether or not you know them how you greet them that makes that can make a difference in a person's life it can be the littlest things it can also be the biggest things maybe you start a business and it can touch so many people's lives you know again it's it there's a scale but whether it's big or small you make a difference and remember that everything that you need it is already in you it is already in you and that you are enough and if someone in your family or your friends or strangers or the internet or whatever some director, a coach, I don't know, some boss, if they've ever told you that you are not good enough or that you are not enough, screw them. (laughs) Do not listen to them. And it, I know, I know it is so easy to receive a bunch of positives and receive one negative. And it's easy for the mind to just focus on that one negative, which totally negates all of the positives that you've received that is so real (laughs) and it's really hard to not pay attention to that one thing because it sticks and it hurts but remember that let's say it's a five to one ratio 
you touched five people's lives. It's one person's life that, well, they're just having a pretty crummy, crummy day, or maybe they're just constantly in a crummy disposition. I don't know. But, ooh, my timer. Okay, that means that I should be wrapping up. So all that to say is that you are enough. You are enough. And I feel for you and I'm here for you if you never feel that you are not good enough or that you can't reach your goals or that your goals are too crazy and that there are certain people telling you that you can't ever achieve them. Remember that it is your life. You are you are not living for them. Do not live your life for other people. If you are trying to live your life for other people, then you are not really living and you're not having your own identity and you're not forging your own path and forging your own path means that you have to go through fire and it is hot and it can be scorching and you might not be able to get through it or you don't know if you are but you are going to get through it you are going to get through it do not be afraid of your own greatness because you can achieve it and you already are the fact that you woke up this morning and that you are you are trying your best to live your life and be a good person and realizing that you are not perfect and that life isn't perfect but you're at least trying to show up for yourself hopefully every single day that is greatness that is greatness that is and again do not be afraid of the power that you hold do not be afraid of well, hopefully use, always use your power for good, okay? To quote Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. So remember that, people. But my point being is that other people might be afraid of your dreams that you have because they themselves are afraid to have big dreams themselves. So don't be like them and don't be afraid to have the dreams, those big dreams that you have to have those goals that seem unattainable and hey if you see yourself and you're like damn I am I all of the short-term goals that I've set to get to my long-term goal I am crushing them and maybe you might be a little bit like apprehensive like do I deserve this? Do I deserve all of these good things happening to me? Do I deserve it happening? Like like is it supposed to be happening at this time or this fast or whatever own that do not be afraid of it don't be afraid of your greatness don't be afraid of achieving your goals because remember take a second and look back and see all of the hard work that you've done all of the hard work that you've done the sleepless nights the ups and downs the conversations that you've had with trusted friends and family or with yourself if you are on the train and you are, you see that you are achieving your goals, don't be afraid of that either. Know that you are, you are, that you have done so much and that you do deserve those things to happen to you and to achieve your dreams. And lastly, another part of don't be afraid of your own greatness. Let's say you know deep down inside that you could be the best editor, let's say, but you are afraid of 
getting that goal because your life might totally change. Things are going to be very different. You don't even, maybe it's what other people are going to say or whatever, but you know deep down that you have the skill, that you have the talent, that you have the determination, that you have the intelligence for it, and you know that. Don't be afraid of your own greatness either. Don't be afraid of being, uh, don't be afraid of achieving that just because what that's going to look like in the future is a little bit unknown. Don't be afraid of that. That will, everything will work itself out. But if you know deep down inside that you are so good at this one thing that you've always wanted at your craft, for me, again, acting, you know that you are so good at it. Again, this doesn't mean that you stop learning or growing, okay? Still, still always push yourself, add more tools to your toolkit and whatever thing that you're pursuing. But if you know that you are, that you are so good at it, don't be afraid of becoming great of being great either and again even though the world has terms like goat greatest of all time and we have these superstars in all of these different industries and we're like oh they are the greatest ones at the end of the day you have to determine what greatness is to you it's the same thing with success how do you determine success? Because if you are constantly trying to live by the world standards of what greatness is, what it looks like, what success is, what it looks like, then you're never going to feel enough. You're never going to be enough by the world standards, all of that. To live a truly content and fulfilled life, you have to set what that, what those things are for you. And This isn't to say like, you know, and I think sometimes we can have, depending on who you are, you might have like very high expectations. And when you have high expectations and you don't, those expectations aren't meant, you feel like sad or demoralized or distraught, whatever, whatever those adjectives might be, those feelings might be. I will say when it comes to success or greatness, I, I think those should be realistic for me personally because, you know, like greatness, greatness to me is so much more encompassing than just being the greatest in a certain field. That's like a very holistic, a whole lifetime, even maybe talking about legacy, I don't know. It, it's It's a very all-encompassing thing. So define what that is going to be for you what that looks like and again maybe you are 20 years old listening to this and you have this idea of what that greatness for your life is going to be like maybe when you're 50 what greatness is it's going to look a tiny bit different than when you're 80 you know so just be aware of that but again I think greatness is so much more than just how good you are at something or if you are the best in a certain field so okay this was that that was this. I don't know what I'm saying. I got to get going. But I hope that this was hopefully really enlightening. I feel like a life coach and I am not registered at all. Do you even get a registration to be a life coach? I don't even know. And again, 
because it's Halloween, it's about to be Halloween, I'm not going to talk about like spooky horror things because that's not really my thing. But this idea of, you know, it's Halloween, you get scared, you're afraid. I'm like, oh, afraid of greatness. So don't be afraid of your own greatness and you are enough and do the things that scare you because that's where the growth happens and define what greatness is for you. And yeah, so have a great rest of your day. Have a safe Halloween. And I hope that you share this with people, with friends, with family, with strangers. I don't know, maybe you're like sitting on a bus and then you're like, oh my gosh, person sitting next to me, I'm listening to this amazing podcast you should listen to it. It's called Let's Verbal Process, which is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And actually, it's on anywhere where you can find podcasts. So it's quite a wide net. And I'm also just going to say shout out to all of the people around the world listening to this because that's really cool that it's a bunch of different, different people and countries listening. So anyways, have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you next week. Bye.